Hello and welcome to Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and it's Saturday, December 9th. According to the Prime Minister of Thailand, Tesla is looking to acquire a large piece of land for a factory. Even though Tesla is putting the brakes on its Gigafactory in Mexico for now, the automaker is reportedly looking for future factory locations to pull the trigger when the economy starts to recover. There have been talks about Canada, India, and more recently, Thailand. Tesla only somewhat recently started to operate officially in Thailand, with opening orders late last year. And the Prime Minister has met with Elon Musk in the past. But now Tesla executives have reportedly visited Thailand to meet over the potential project once again. Now, the report states that Tesla is looking at around 800 acres, which would not only serve the local market, but be an export hub for the region. For 2023, Electric has decided to make the vehicle of the year the Tesla Model Y. Last year, we chose the Chevy Bolt on account of its stellar value for the money, and the Model Y wasn't too hard of a decision this time, mostly led by the buyers. Throughout the year, the Model Y has broken records across many markets by not only being the best-selling electric vehicle, but also becoming the best-selling vehicle, period, in those markets. On the demand side, Tesla did have to cut prices throughout the year to keep orders coming in amid the higher interest rates, but the automaker was able to do that thanks to the industry-leading gross margin. Most of the industry laughed at Elon Musk when he said that the Model Y could be between 500,000 and 1 million units per year, this he said back in 2016. But now it's even exceeding that. Even though it is now the best-selling passenger car in the world, today the Model Y receives its best accolade, the electric vehicle of the year. According to recent statements made by General Motors, the Bolt EV is actually not coming back as an Ultium-based electric vehicle. Instead, General Motors says that they will remake the 6-inch larger version they call the Bolt EUV. Yep, in a bit of a three-card Monty and a little bit of gaslighting, General Motors is saying that the Bolt EUV is America's most affordable electric vehicle and that in their lineup they have something for everyone. However, everything in the passenger lineup is some sort of SUV. In Electrex take, this is a mistake for General Motors, who already has a great badge that they can and have sold to great acclaim. And for reasons that are unclear, they are now pretending that the larger, more expensive version is what customers wanted all along. At least Volvo is seemingly taking the reins of an affordable small car with their pivotal EX30 model. Volvo says that this vehicle is a cornerstone of their electrification strategy. Now that General Motors is pulling out of that exact segment, should be good news for Volvo. The new Scout brand from Volkswagen remains on track to debut its electric pickup and SUV next year. The Volkswagen Scout CEO, Scott Kyo, says that the designs are upwards of 95% complete. In fact, we should begin to see our first prototypes hit the streets in the next few months. Scout hired the former Stellantis executive, Chris Benjamin, in May to help lead the design, which will be aimed at the USA market. The brand will launch a large B-segment SUV and then a full-size electric pickup with construction on its South Carolina assembly plant at the beginning of 2024. Once it's up and running, Scout aims to build 200,000 EVs annually. The brand plans to begin production in 2026 with deliveries shortly thereafter. Volkswagen is reportedly considering making a $21,000 electric vehicle with Renault. According to a new report from the German newspaper Handelsblatt, Volkswagen is already in talks about building a platform for the vehicle, citing people familiar with the matter. 
Volkswagen hopes an affordable EV will fuel adoption. However, the talks with Renault are still in the early stages, as the report notes. The news comes as several other automakers have revealing plans to launch affordable EVs, although maybe not General Motors so much. Now, automakers like Volkswagen and Renault already face pressure from Chinese EV makers like BYD and SAIC's MG in Europe, this and other overseas markets. Other reports suggest that Volkswagen is also working on a cheaper vehicle, somewhere around 20,000 euros, called the ID.1. It'll likely share components with the ID.2 All, including the 38 or 58 kilowatt hour battery options. Okay, Stellantis has announced that it plans to cut what will likely be thousands of jobs from its Jeep plants in Detroit and Toledo, Ohio. The company is blaming California's emission regulations for putting the company at a competitive disadvantage. So strap in for this one. According to Reuters, since the summer, Stellantis has limited its shipments of both internal combustion engine vehicles and electric vehicles to dealers in the 14 states that have adopted the California Air Resources Board requirements. Dealers in states that don't adhere to the CARB standards have very few hybrids in stock and an internal combustion engine-only inventory. Now, the rationale for all of this maneuvering is that the drive points out that in those 14 states that adhere to the California rules, manufacturers need to sell a certain percentage of zero-emission vehicles and plug-ins, meaning that Stellantis had to prioritize those areas for deliveries. Now, you may be wondering how this unfairly affects Stellantis, and here it is. In 2020, Ford, Honda, Volkswagen, and BMW, they struck a special agreement with California to play by a different set of rules. Compliance for them is measured by sales nationwide and not state by state. Volvo and Geely signed onto the pact with California following the original four automakers, and Stellantis tried to join but was turned down according to Bloomberg. Stellantis argues that it is being punished for when Chrysler publicly questioned California's authority to establish these rules back in 2019. Just on Thursday, Stellantis submitted a petition to California's Office of Administrative Law accusing the state of signing, quote, underground regulatory schemes with other automakers. In today's community comment found on YouTube, Tashi282 says, Electric website is a total clickbait and garbage. Well, Tashi282, I wouldn't go quite that far. Electric is a small specialty news site that competes for your attention and clicks in the same marketplace as everyone else. Electric, like every other website, not just every news site, but any site on the internet, Electric puts care and thought into many of the headlines of the articles that we produce. Sometimes we have little games with a funny subject matter and chime in to make a headline for fun and practice. But I think that the term clickbait is too harsh in this case. Let me show you a couple examples of some YouTube channels that I took screenshots of that are total clickbait. Now, this channel represents the grim eventuality that comes from chasing clickbait, tricking people into watching a video with an untrue subject matter. Now, these outlets are farming attention from the inner subconscious curiosity of the viewer instead of providing information that activates their conscious mind. Now, in my opinion, Electrek's written staff is not clickbait. I've been reading the site every day for years now, and I have proof of that. I mean, Electrek isn't perfect. Sometimes the source of a story can be flimsy. We usually say so somewhere in the article, but you gotta read it. Other times, authors have buried the headline of the story. I have seen that a few times. But really, in any case, if you like Quick Charge, then you're in the right place. I really don't have time for all those shenanigans. 
but I do have time to drone on in defense of my colleagues on a Saturday. Thanks for watching Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and I hope you have a great clickbait.